Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Caped Crusaders podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, and with me always is my trusty co-host, John. In this podcast, we talk DC, Marvel, Star Wars, theories, reviews, and so much more. Anyway, let's get back to the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Caped Crusaders podcast. I do hope everyone is having a great day today. Um, so, John, how are you? I'm locked down in my house and sweating because it's, you know, been quite hot for the, well, this summer in Australia and I'm not enjoying that because I don't like the heat. I'd rather it be cold. Yeah. So as John just said, we are back in lockdown. So last week, me and John were in the same space. John is at home right now. I'm at home right now and we are recording in separate spaces. How is lockdown for you, John? It's actually been, it's more or less what I've always wanted (laughs) in a way. So we're in lockdown. The quality might be a little bit shady. Yeah. Let's go on to uh, what we're going to talk about today. As you may have seen from the title of the episode, we are going to be reviewing the X-Men movie movie released in 2000 what were your first thoughts well before you saw it so so when i saw this for the first time uh and before this time it was the only time i had seen it and it was it was on a plane i remember it was like four yeah for about four years ago i watched it for the first time um i watched it and it was really boring from what i remember and the effects were still really whack but then um it wasn't boring it was quite entertaining so i guess i underestimated a lot of marvel movies <laughs> yeah um yeah i kind of felt the same because look my first movie that i watched of the x-men was x-men last time which really wasn't the best X-Men. And that was basically the only X-Men movie we had at home. So uh, I thought, okay, I'll watch X-Men, see if it's any good. Going into this movie, the first time, I I wasn't looking forward to it. Look, I'd just gone off X-Men 3, which was a horrible movie. So I thought, "Mm, well, if it's the same kind of story, it's probably going to be as bad as that. But I was quite surprised. It was very political. Yeah, the thing about the X-Men movies is that there's always this random politics there. Same with this. Yeah, out of everything, I actually quite liked the film. The actors were awesome in it. Obviously, Hugh Jackman's first time as Wolverine, I thought was a banger of a role. Yeah, I know. He played him for over a decade. It got him so many more roles. If he had not gone into the X-Men, I don't think he would have gotten as many roles as he had. We'll talk about more about our opinions when we do the review. Let's get into news. John, do you want to start off with news? Yeah, okay, so Thor. With, yeah, we got, news. Uh, we got some set photos. Um, yeah, Thor set photos. It's much better than what we got last week. It was all the characters. Like, most of the main characters, we had, like, Thor. He had the endgame hair. He had less of a beard. And um, he was in these rock star-ish clothes. Almost like um punk rock, almost. Yeah, it was um, strange. He does have Stormbreaker in those set photos. It was really weird. It wasn't bad weird. I wasn't, oh, this looks horrible. Like, yeah, it does. Does look very good. We also had Peter Quill, which he was in his comic book. Um, accurate, I guess, costume. What do you think? Yeah, John? it looks so. It looks. Yeah, it looks so cool. Like, like it is more like an upgraded version of his little jacket coat thing from um the first Guardians of the Galaxy, but it looks so much better. And he's also got a beard. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What I took away from this photo, um, just out of everything, it was almost very um. It's like he had something to uphold. Um, almost like a general role because he did have the plate. He looked more mature almost. And yeah, that's kind of what I took away from it. He doesn't look like the silly uh comedic person that he was in the first two Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that was it. We did have Raglan who had Yondu's old uh thing on his head. Just we kind of knew that from the second movie be completely honest yeah and then uh, there was also nebula yes and then there was nebula who kind of looked much um, outfits just kind of 
almost like a vest. Yeah. Um, that's really, I feel like they're probably not going to change it up a little bit because she literally just looks comic accurate in all the films. Oh, yeah, the One Division trailer trailer let's go into that so let's i'll put this out there onto the podcast uh we will be reviewing one division after uh it ends in march after the season because ends, yeah. we didn't actually say this in the first episode but with our tv shows that we will be reviewing we will review them um when they've all come out obviously we will be reviewing things that come out from now um so all those flash and cw shows um may not be in the picture at the moment maybe later on but it's just those you really need to catch up on what did you think about the trailer? What What did you see? I was looking for this trailer, and so I don't know if you guys know, but there's leaks out there, and I was scrolling through my YouTube recommended, and I found one of the leaks. That was unpleasant, and that's why I was hesitant to watch this trailer. I don't want spoilers. Yeah, but I, I don't actually think it spoiled much. I think it was just kind of almost, well, it was a promo. So we do see almost the 80s um theme that is continuing on from episode 3. Um... Obviously, episode four was kind of what we needed because after episode three, I was kind of a little bit. So I needed to see what was going to happen um, with the stakes and just what was going to happen in general. Um, But we saw the 80s theme, obviously, Agnes. Oh, in this trailer, we do see Agnes say, let's rewind it or let's go back to the top. Yeah, let's go um, back to the top. Yeah, which I was quite confused because from the other episodes that we have watched and we will review at a later point, Wanda does all the time manipulation and setting stuff back usually. Um, which just you know we do obviously Agatha Harkness is kind of a conspiracy at the moment, which obviously Agatha and Harkness Agnes. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, but we do kind of get more nods towards her character and the Salem Witch Trial that she was in. Um, yeah. I feel like in this show, Agatha Harkness is going to be the main villain. No, some people are thinking Mephisto. Yeah, well, I think that was uh, a rumour back last year when we had Evan Peters who came in. Yeah, from the X-Men. <laughs> yeah, but basically we saw Vision uh, trying to escape. And we and we did see from episode three that he was kind of getting a little bit more... Curious. Like, he was a bit getting a bit more suspicious on Wonder. Yeah, and we did see that. I remember I was watching a video and he looks at the very end of it. He look, looked nicely at Wonder and then he looked straight at the... At oh, the that thing was scary. And he had this... Uh, he was the Infinity War one. But, um... I don't think he was directly looking at us. He was looking at Wonder, but the camera was there. Um, we see a truck ramming into the, uh, I guess, the force field that's covering Westview. And yeah, uh, we have seen that vortex, that red vortex, I should say, in other shots. Obviously, it wasn't, it was actually more red in other shots. But I feel like that's kind of Wonder's anger or or maybe when Vision has left and Wonder is finding out about that, she might maybe oh. be manipulating that. Okay, I think that's kind of what we need to talk about as what I was looking at. Um, yeah, we just had... We didn't have much in the trailer. Uh, we do see Vision flying away, which means, I don't know, maybe he's not concealing his identity. We did see that in the third episode. He did not conceal his identity in front of the, the Doctor. Oh, yeah, um, he was speeding him around everywhere. So, I don't know. I think maybe Vision is getting a little bit suspicious and going, well, if this isn't a real reality, then why do I have to hide who I am if everyone already knows? Um, But, you know, we never know because... But this show is... Well, it's going to finish in March. And I've, I'm quite excited to see more. What about you, yeah, John? Yeah, me too. It's been... It started off a bit uh, slow, but then it got started getting better and better with every episode. 
Yeah, it kind of got... I, it was getting a bit slow for, t- till the third episode because I was like, like, I thought it was just going to be sitcom after sitcom after sitcom, but then we had episode four. Let's go on to Raya and the Last Dragon. So, yeah, uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, we have a... Um, it looks very... Almost Black panther a little bit. Got the I thought it looked tribes. like Moana. Yeah, it does. But there's different tribes and they're all fighting. Um, um... And it, and it was very similar imagery towards, um, you know, the uh, tribal fight at the waterfall in Black Panther when you have all the different tribes next to each other. I'm getting a uh, Asian vibe. Yeah, just because the characters. And we have the dragon, which looks a lot like dragon shown at the Chinese festivals and, like, Chinese New Year. Um, Yeah, but it was... It was very similar imagery towards the Black Panther. Uh, let's go on to uh, Spider-Man 3 set photo. Oh, uh, yeah. CGI 2. Okay, so this could mean many things. I have three. So, first of all, this could be the Iron Spider suit. It could be because that was fully CGI. It could just be his Iron Spider suit returning from yeah. Infinity War, Homecoming. And the- yeah. Or it could be the symbiote suit. Because the Venom yeah. might be in the movie. Yeah. So it could be um, that. And third, which is um, the most likely option. It, the third one, the most likely option would be is his normal suit, but CGI. They did that with all the other movies. Civil War, his suit was pretty much fully CGI. So wouldn't be surprised if it is yeah. this. Um, and this. usually they kind of do do that. I, I think I'm going to get annoyed with his. They did that with, they did a full CG double with Spider-Man Far From Home, and I did not like it. I knew it was fake at the uh, London Tower fight. Yeah, it just looked so, I I don't know about you, but I, I thought it looked really fake. Yeah. Um, also, um, did you see Tom Holland posted something? Uh, he was in his Spider-Man costume from Spider-Man 3, and um, he has his brother on his back, and he, he's saying this is a career highlight. And so yeah. that could mean maybe because he's working with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield maybe yeah um and i just got some news uh his brother is in this film yeah he's a criminal though he's just another yes. thug yeah but you know that's always fun okay oh uh, we still have go... um justice league yeah let's go into luke evans some key role in the pinocchio live action look another disney live action look he's a fabulous actor but um he needs to really get his role place like uh furious six six was awesome with him in it he just needs to get his roles because he was gassed on in beauty and the beast the live action version and it was um an average performance any actor would probably love to do that um but yeah it just did not fit and look he's not i would never take him as geppetto which is the uh father of pinocchio geppetto is old and pinocchio is 13 so unless i don't know luke evans is doing some method act okay what kind of series let's go oh so basically black panther director announces Wakanda series. That's all I know. Yeah, uh, they haven't actually announced a lot. Obviously, uh, Chadwick Boseman died late last year. In August. Um, due to colon cancer. Yep, that's it. Uh, colon cancer. Um, he had done so many Marvel films, and um, I feel like this might be a little bit of a, a memorial show for him. Maybe showing how his sister becomes the, the Black, Black Panther. Panther. Almost, um, yeah, maybe like setting up the later movies in which who becomes the next Black Panther. Yeah, but I think the director has said that Black Panther 2 movie is going forward and there will be a Black Panther. And thank goodness so. they're not recasting him. Um, let's go to... Justice League. Yeah, just Yeah, you talk about that. So, um, first of all, uh, a bunch of posters were released, well, three of them. One had the Justice League logo on the ground, like, all rock up, like, with made out of rocks. And then the other 
The other one had the Justice League flag that like yep. from the death of Superman with Superman's cape and it had like a bunch of Batman like Batman's cow, one woman sword and stuff, like woman strident. And yeah, then the last one is just like a one of those tape. It says Snyder. So Zack Snyder's Justice League. And then it was uh, with yeah. With the posters also comes the release date, which is March 18th. Um, so, as you know, COVID has kind of moved everything around. So, uh, movies will be moving a lot. And obviously, Zack Snyder has said that it has moved to, what was it, March? 18th. I think it's always 18th. been planned to be about there. Okay. And then there's also um, um, Jared Leto. Um, so, uh, Jared Leto has, uh, was it Jared Leto who released it? No, Zack Snyder. Was, no, it was Zack Snyder. Yeah. Uh, he released a picture of uh, Jared Leto holding up a Joker card and behind is kind of almost a blurry silhouette. When I, like, I woke up, looked at my phone, went on Instagram, I saw the picture. I'm like, why are people posting a photo of Heath Ledger's Joker? And, and like, um, Yeah, I thought it, yeah, it looked a lot like almost walking Phoenix. Yeah, and um, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger Joker. Yeah. So yeah, oh. I'm actually excited for that. Yeah, it look, looks good. Um, well, better than the design in Suicide Squad. But yeah, just Suicide Squad just did a very uh almost gangster Too vibe good. of um Joker, which did doesn't work for the character. He's a very um poppy character. Yeah. Whereas in that movie, he was quite dark, but also a little bit poppy, which didn't work either. Let's go into the last new segment. In which we have a uh, Flash season seven trailer. Oh yeah, that dropped that. like yesterday. Yeah, um, Flash season seven trailer. So um, I don't like think there's a lot going on there. Like, I mean, I've noticed, started to notice how bad of a show the Flash is. What is like the first half of season six was really good. The next wasn't so good. Season 7, they look like they're building a new speed force and Flash's speed is running out. Yeah. Which has happened in season some two. seasons. Season 2, Gazoom. Look, with these shows, you only get to a certain number of seasons before it gets... Look, writers are not invincible. They can't... They've, they've got a certain number of things that they can... Oh, okay, this is a good story, this is a good story. But after a certain number, their brain is out of ideas and... That happens with every show. Look, CW is kind of not going very well with its writer's block. Um, and their shows because you already have Black Lightning ending, Supergirl ending. Um, you uh, Well, they have Superman and Lois coming out. That actually looks good. Yeah. Um. Oh, we did have a trailer for that, but we will... Um. um or when the episode comes out. Okay. Um. That's kind of it for news, but still, we had a massive... I feel like we should go into the review. Yes, please. I'm sweating here. Just... Let's go into the review of uh, 2000s X-Men starring Hugh Jackman, Sir Padgett, and Sir Ian McKellen. Okay, so this is the review of the 2000 film X-Men. This film was a great film to watch. There were things good about the film, things bad about the film, but you can always find that in every film. The director was Brian Singer, who did most of the uh, X-Men films. Let's have our first impression. First uh, 20 minutes. No spoilers. Well, okay, so when I was watching this movie, like, for this review, I was like, alright, where's the boring part at? Like, because I remember when I first watched it, I'm like, uh... Yeah, it's really boring. And yeah, I'm just waiting for what did I, what was so boring about it? And so then I didn't end up finding any boring part. I feel like it kind of started uh, the superhero movie 
how it is today. It really did start that superior genre. Probably going to the character breakdown. Wolverine. Yes. A, a mutant who possesses animal keen senses, enhanced capabilities, powerful regenerative ability known as a healing factor, retractable claws. Um, so what do you think about him in this? Uh, it, okay, same with Iron Man. This is what everybody thinks of when they hear or see Wolverine. Yeah, like, I mean, I think of his little comic book, span, Yellow Spandex, but, um, everybody else, the main audience will think of Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Yeah, uh, Jean Grey. So, Jean Grey, she, she when you first see her, she's protesting for, um, mutant. Yeah. Yeah, um at the i think it was the united nations yeah um yeah so she's protesting for them do people know she's a mutant no we didn't because she's actually she wouldn't have given she's basically fighting for the mutants freedom she was a really good character to show the the mutants view actually we can get straight into cyclops Look, scott summers um james marsden is an awesome actor cyclops did what he needed to do in this film yeah, Cyclops, the, the relationship, like, between Wolverine and Cyclops is just so good in this movie. Yeah, um, yeah, you always crack up when you see them joking around. Um, but yeah, he did everything he needed to do in this. Like, it wasn't a bad performance, like, it wasn't Jared Leto Joker, for example. Oh. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. It wasn't as good as it could have been. Yeah. And, look, he was snarky, he was fine. He was a Cyclops we all read in the comic books, but... Without his classic costume. Yeah. Look, oh, pff, we'll get to the costumes later. Into Storm. Uh, so Halle Berry, she put on an African accent for this uh, film. Yeah. Um, which kind of dies down in the late films. <laughs> she, I think she did try her all in. Like, you could see that she really cared for the students and cared for Professor X, really. And also the um, senator. Yeah, like, she did hold, hold his hand and she did explain why she didn't like humans for a little bit because they don't like her or the me yeah there's there's no equality yeah she said it in a way in which he wasn't being aggressive he was just and he actually understood it in a way also we'll just go into kelly for a little bit kelly was a good character to show what we the, kind what of the normal need. person thinks of a mutant yeah and we, and we kind of didn't need that we couldn't have uh magneto magneto and child we needed someone so that we could em kind of empathize with magneto and his decisions we yeah. needed someone so then we could kind of agree with Magneto, but then also kind of agree with uh, Professor Charles. X. Yeah. But I thought his character was quite good. I could see where his views were coming from. The actor was quite good in the role. Um, We could see when he was upset, angry, when he was trying to prove a point. Let's go into another member of the X-Men. Uh, Rogue. Let's go into Rogue. So, Rogue. Uh, uh yeah. So she starts off as living as a normal person until something happens, leads her to run away, and she finds Wolverine. It was a father-daughter relationship. Yeah, I like that. Um, but does it ever carry over to any of the other movies? It kind of dies down because, remember, because she's she growing up. A, we did have Mystique and Rogue in this. I don't know if you know this, but uh, Mystique actually adopted Rogue um, in the comics. Oh, what? I'm surprised that wasn't like maybe a little throwaway line. Yeah, but in the comics, she is her um, foster mother. Really? Um, that's why she's originally in the uh, Brotherhood of Evil. I don't know if you know that either, but Rogue was originally in the Brotherhood of Evil and then went to the X-Men after. Let's go into Iceman. He wasn't in this movie. He didn't go into his Iceman form. Yeah. We do see that in the later film. Him use his ice powers. It, it was very cliche, uh, attractive boyfriend just from, from the school. Never been to this school before. He's here to help her. It was very cliche. Yeah. Um, but he did his role fine. Um, and he does do his role very well in other movies, like getting into an emotional scene. Look, he didn't do much in this. We do see more of him in X-Men 2. We actually see a lot a of him lot in X-Men 2. X -Men 2 yeah. I think that's about it for characters-wise. Oh, I guess we have Toad and... Sabretooth. His character design was awesome. I thought 
he looked great. But he was more or less just a thug in this. Yeah, and uh, Sabretooth is more than that. And again, we do see in X-Men Origins Wolverine, which we will look at later, that he was brothers with Wolverine, yeah. which kind of retcons this. Anyway, there's a lot of retconning in this universe, so yes. should we go into the opening? Yeah, all right. Okay, so the opening starts off with uh, Charles Xavier uh, talking about Adam and how mutation works. It was a good setup to the film. Um, A really nice segue into like the film and how it looks at almost racism, I guess. Um, but it's with mutant. Charles Xavier talks about mutation and then we have the um i guess the vortex uh scene in every movie where they go through again um with music and action x-men 2 is better and then um, we have the auschwitz uh magneto yeah the auschwitz i remember magneto i like Gates. i like this scene it shows you why magneto yeah. doesn't yeah. like humans we see that he's gone through two like parts of discrimination he's gone from being a jew and being discriminated by the nazis and then he's being discriminated again because he's a mutant yeah so he's gone through it twice so again we could see that maybe he would have some problems because, well, he more hasn't that, had a break. And more of that happens in, um, was it first class? Yes. Then we cut to Rogue in Illinois, her boyfriend kissing. Where she sucks um, his life force out and, um, yeah. does he die? Uh, no, we do get that he was in a coma oh, for, yeah, for like three weeks or three months, yeah. something like that. Which, you know, she, she would have a little bit Prob of post-traumatic stress. Yeah. That. Then we cut to the United Nations, Senator Kelly and Jean Grey kind of battling it out to get kind of, I guess, the juries, uh, audiences, get their heads in their place. It was an awesome scene. Um, we could see where both of them were coming from. We yeah. We kind of said this in, in the already, yeah, breakdown. Yeah, but... Um, so then we have Xavier and Eric talk, which is kind of like the introduction to that and them playing the role. Patrick Stewart is kind of my Professor A. That's who I think. Yeah, of. I don't think of, you know, the one from the comics where he's that really skinny, short one in the black spandex. Yeah. I don't think of that. Yeah. I always think of him because he looks authoritative. And he looks he lo like he's wise. Yeah, like, he looks authoritative and wise, but he doesn't look like he's going to... I don't know, kill you if you don't hand in an exam. It yeah, because like... remember in the movie where uh, Mystique impersonates Iceman and she's like, the professor's really mad. And then um, when uh, she tells Wolverine that he's like, what? Who told you that? Because he was confused. He like, um, Xavier wouldn't be, yeah. he doesn't get mad easily. Um, and then we sit, we kind of cut back to a truck driver dropping Rogue off in Canada at a wrestling, uh, wrestling ground um when i saw it said canada i'm like yeah this is where wolverine is yeah we do see a lot of canada in uh wolverine's backstory which is good to see uh introduction to wolverine uh and he fights just some thug i guess when he punched or when uh the guy came back and he hit him with his head you could hear a ting yeah or a clank, which was really good setup uh then we go into uh yeah rogue and wolverine meet at the uh bar and we have some TV exposition about the um about the UN uh, meeting at Lady Liberty. Yeah. So then the thug comes back and he knew that he was a mutant. Uh, then he we have Wolverine's claws revealed, which was so much better than X Men Origins Wolverine. And then we uh cut back to Wolverine driving the car and he looks in his rearview mirror. So he checks Rogue's there and he kind of says get out. And she does do what he says because he does have claws. But then she faces um, the truck after. And then after that, he stops for her because he kind of feels a little bit bad. And then she comes in and they talk. Um, what what do we have there? Introduce each other. Um, and then after that, she says, "What's your name, Logan? What's your name, Mary?" And then we have, I, I feel one of the best lines in the movie. Um, when it comes out, it doesn't hurt. And Wolverine says every time. Yeah. Which it just showed that even though he has this pain all the time, he's a strong character. Yeah. So Sabretooth and Wolverine fights. Wolverine heals. Oh, and then Storm and Cyclops come and help, but it was so random when they came in. Yeah. 
It wasn't a, like, I, were they just standing there for two minutes? Just watching? And so they helped them. Uh, oh, then we kind of transitioned weirdly into their office space. Then we we come back to the mansion, mansion yeah. with Wolverine waking up. up. Um, Obviously, he then kind of leaves because she... He kind of sees there's kind of no threat. He runs away and then, uh, what is it? Professor X kind of gets in his head. Oh, he ends up running into Xavier's office. Which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah, he just ran um, straight in there. Because he kind of thought he was, like, kind of trying to get away from this voice. Yeah. And then he, and then he just runs to him. With the later film, and just this film, every class that we see, every class is class dismissed early. Yeah. Every single movie. Like, there's always a problem. I I'd be happy to go to that school. There's the normal class time and you'd be like, Okay, just take off 10 minutes. Yeah. Something wrong going on. They talk and then uh, Xavier introduces him to Storm and Cyclops. And then... Jean Grey comes in. And then there's like a montage of the the school. Yeah, of them um, teaching people how the school works. And and it was actually kind of cool to see like almost the layout of the school. Yeah. And the basketball court, which we do see later, obviously. Yeah. Um, then we see Iceman who makes a little rose for, um, Rogue. Rogue, yeah. Um, which was kind of cute. And then, um, we see the X-Jet and he kind of says his origin about how, um, him and Eric created Cerebro. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And, um, yeah. So we had that bit. Then we had Senator Kelly helicopter scene. Oh, yeah. Um, where is it? They take him to... Their base. Was that their, their base. Their base office. Yeah. Which they have jail cells for some reason. I don't know. Maybe that's where Sabretooth sleeps. But like, okay. He did get Why locked did up they... in there though. But Senator Kelly is put through like, I guess, an experiment. From Magneto. Um, yeah. Magneto's just yeah, screaming over there. Draining all yeah, his power. To, and... to make um, a human a mutant. Yeah. It, it was weird. Because like, nothing happened to him like that first. Um, yeah. Because like, we just see Senator Kelly going through the experiment. Uh, up to uh, it... Cyclops and Wolverine. And I was like. And I was like, oh, okay, so he's just fine. Okay. He was just, I don't know, it was, an, it was a nice light show that he was showing him. I don't know. I was like, oh, okay, he's okay. And then we have um, Cyclops and Wolverine talk just for a quick scene. And yeah, I, I think that was just to get some time. And then and so Wolverine. Wolverine flashback. Yeah, and, and that's like the Weapon X facility, obviously, where they put the Adamant into his skeleton. Yeah. Um, and then he wakes up stabbing Rogue. Um, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I, I, thought, it was, I thought it was a dream. Yeah, but I was I was I was kind of annoyed at the students because Wolverine stabbed her. It's not like she just was like, "Oh, okay, I want to suck some of your powers now." She literally had to because she was there. Oh, like, oh, what are you doing? She would literally be dead if she didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, I guess all the kids are scared of her now. Um, that's really weird. So I wouldn't. Stabs be. Rogue, then Rogue uses her the healing abilities. Oh yeah, um, Wolverine too. And we go to the senator again, and he yeah. sticks his head so in the cars. You know, like the the toys. Like oh the yeah, but you squish their head, then raise them, and then their yeah. eyes go. Yeah. yeah. Like it was. It was. Oh my god. And then he just fell, and I was like, oh, how was he not dead? We see. Uh. Yeah. So Kelly surfaces in like a fish form, I guess, because he had gills. Oh yeah, um, and then he swam to shore later. Yeah. Um. So he surfaces, and then we cut to Bobby, who's Mystique, uh, who's talking to Rogue, saying, uh, like, all those students are mad at you. Uh, Professor's really mad at you. Everyone's scared. Just leave. I would leave. And I was like, wow, Bobby, you're a bit of a... You were nice. 
but like I was a little bit okay. You're either you're not Bobby or you're just a really annoying person. Yeah, and obviously he wasn't Bobby. Yeah, and so um, then we get introduced to Cerebro because Wolverine wants to, or everyone wants to find her. Look, this scene was it was it was I. I don't know if they actually made the set for real. I haven't seen behind the scenes. We should probably do that for next time. I feel like they probably would have built that practically. Because they used that for a lot of movies. Yeah. But then again, I feel like it might be a danger hazard if they fall off that little platform thing. I mean... And just hit and hit metal. Like, maybe that's just green screen. Yeah, the bottom oh, might like be green screen. screen. Um, But, like, the top looks uh, like literally metal. And Cerebro, when you see the thing, like, the actual visions, it's is it different to the other movies? Yeah, so that's what I had in this. I It was colour versus black and white. So the colours were the moon, and the black and white were, um, were just humans. Uh, in later movies, it's, it's it's I guess, it all little red? white. It's little white people. Are like humans, and then the red little red people are, are mutants. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of changes. I do kind of like the um the other version, the the red and white yeah, version. Yeah, same. Just because you can, I guess you can. He did say, "Oh, I can see more people." Well, well, you're saying like you're just going through groups in this movie, whereas in the other movie, it kind of makes sense because you see like hundreds of people. Hmm. Uh, like which is amplifying a lot. Um. Then we have uh uh, uh then they Wolverine uh, well no Storm and Cyclops go to find Rogue but then Wolverine ends up getting there first and he wasn't even sent to go yeah um and then what's it called uh Sabretooth and Toad fight Storm and Cyclops yeah um and then Magneto stops the train and takes Rogue defeats Wolverine and yeah takes Rogue. and and then kind of leaves well goes to leave and the police are there um uh I feel like this scene looks like it was gonna get real dark real soon but magneto um, ended up getting um the, the bullet in that guys oh head. yes and, and, you, and no but you heard the and it went straight to went it went to professor x's face and his face kind of dropped so yeah and like, he's like oh, oh damn did he just like kill just a random civilian yeah oh yeah um, that... and i was like and then, and then it just shows that it's like literally just on his head yeah and then it gets like kind of a little bit more gruesome when he like kind of screws it into his head that scene was and, cool like, you could see like the indent yeah. Of like going in and I was like, oh my god. Um, yeah, it was just a little bit, I guess, gross. That whole um, scene was cool. Yeah, it was a good scene to show that Magneto means business. Like yeah. he's gonna get what he wants when he wants it. Yeah. The helicopter picked Magneto and crew up. Uh, oh yeah, obviously with mistakes in there. Wolverine finds Kelly at the mansion. Oh yeah, he's he's he opens that door. To get rope, and then uh then he opens the door and Senator Kelly's there and he was in normal clothes and he was ragged and I was like this is like, it's kind of showing that like he's changed. Like he was a businessman, and he hated nice, mutant. He had nice hair. He was he was very arrogant, I guess. And now he's asking like, for their help. Uh, Xavier uses Kelly to look at what happened. So I what thought it was really cool how they did this, but they don't actually carry it through for the rest of the film. It's like almost like he goes into their body. Yeah. And he sees what happened. He finds out Magneto's plan. Storm kind of comforts Kelly, um, and then he turns into water. And it was he actually looked, quite like a, he was like a gruesome a, thing. He was like, like a human he, water balloon. Storm runs off in a hurry to tell them, uh, Kelly's dead. Then the team gets ready to rescue Rogue, uh, and Jean tries to rebro. Oh, sorry. Before that, uh, Professor Eck, uh, goes and tries to find Rogue because he does, uh, tries to find Rogue, and there's this green gas, which we don't really get much information about this green gas. It just pretty much like sabotages Cerebro. Cerebro gets sabotaged. 
basically we have the scene. Oh, yeah. and she actually finds where Magneto is, which is the United Nations meeting at the at Lady Ma Liberty. Uh, Liberty Island. Magneto's team takes out all, all the guards again. Mystique being smart about her decision, dressing up as the guard who's dead on the floor. Out the Magneto and Rogue talk about death and why she kind of needs to die because it's going to help her kind. And we could see where Magneto was coming yeah. from. Yeah, and then we have the X-Men um, talking and then... They team up, they suit up and go in the XJ. And we see the um, basketball slowly start to roll, 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 and then into the hole, which I'm oh, kind yeah. of confused how they um, you know, play basketball after that. They just must have like 90 balls for every time oh. the X-Men leave in there. Jet. Oh, jet. Yeah. <laughs> they also reference um, Wolverine's yellow spandex. Wolverine's like, seriously, we have to wear these. And Cyclops is like, what, would you rather a yellow spandex? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Then Storm creates cover with the fog. Yeah. Um, and then X-Jet lands. And they search through the Liberty Museum. And we kind of... And it, and it gets carried through the, the film. We actually haven't talked about it. But uh, you always tell where Mystique is because her eyes, like, go bright yellow. Yeah. Then they fight. Well, Wolverine and Wolverine fight. Yeah. And then... Yeah, go, sorry. Yeah, then... um. Toad comes in, take... Then you see Toad. He takes out Cyclops, Jean Grey, and Storm. Yeah, and it was really quick how they, he took every single one of them out. Yeah. Like, he took he took a Cyclops out because he just kicked him. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. he's gone. And then I had got I got the Jean Grey thing because it was probably, like, poisonous, I don't know, venom, I guess. Yeah. And then, um, like, I got that, um, obviously, and then Wolverine. I, Cyclops... He is more powerful than that. He's the leader. So he needs to just, like, I guess, step up. Yeah. They search through the museum. They fight. And then uh, Storm fights Toad. Oh, no. I cringed at this. Um, Look, they could have made this line so good. Like an act, like a maybe like a quippy pun, which wasn't bad. Or could have just good. not said it at all. Why? I, I wonder if that guy got fired on the day. Like, I, I wonder. Like, if I was Kevin Feige and he said, okay, I've got the best line ever. This is it. Um, what happens to yeah? What happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? Kevin Pye, he's like, let me think. Um, hmm, hmm, let me think. Hmm. Oh, I know it pre produces uh, liquid. I don't know. Uh, same thing that happens to everything else. <laughs> okay, you're leaving tomorrow. Like, <laughs> come on, whoever made that, like, you need to either go to writer school or like, I don't know, English. Yeah. Because <laughs> Mystique dies in quotation marks yeah because wolverine um, stabs so that yeah we talked about that scene it was really cool then they all go to the crown of lady liberty and magneto catches the group um kind of forces them and it and it's kind of cool how he kind of like i guess made them so that they wouldn't do anything yeah obviously they do do something but like it was smart like he had cyclops Jean, and, and Jean Jean right, facing cyclops each other right next to each other and took cyclops's his, goggles off yeah, so he couldn't do anything and he had to have or, his eyes shut again again though she could do something with her mind because she does have telekinesis oh right I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't get it because like it's not like he put i don't know the helmet on her yeah that would have been smart actually if he put the helmet on her but you know um she could have easily just gone oh, okay i will just put that over there that over there i guess she probably wasn't that powerful in this movie she, wasn't, she does yeah. get more powerful in the other movies, as we see yeah. from the other titles. Rogue gets ready to use the machine. Well, not nicely. She, she's not really ready for it. <laughs> and then the machine starts. Sabretooth and Wolverine fight. Yeah. And then after that, Cyclops hits um, Sabretooth into the water. Because they reflect it using his goggles. Yeah. But they direct Which was a very smart move. I did think the writers actually got that 
one. Good. Yeah. Wolverine frees the team, flies up to the machine. With the help of Jane Grey and stops Wolverine from destroying the machine. Yeah. Do they? He ends up destroying it. Uh. Yeah. 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 He ends up destroying it. Yeah. But you know, he hits him. Magneto kind of stops and I think falls. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, then Wolverine shuts down the machine and uses Rogue's powers to heal her up with his healing factor. Um, and then Wolverine's then um, kind of... He gets unconscious again and he's put on that bed again. Yeah. <laughs> like the third time both, in the... Both Professor... E oh, then Gene and Wolverine kind of flirt for a little bit after he wakes up. Professor yeah. X wakes up and then we kind of get like a little um, nod to the next film where Wolverine goes to Alkali Lake to find out his past. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then we find out Mystique is Kelly. And oh, impersonating him after he's yeah. dead. And then, yeah, it kind of goes straight into the credits after that and that's about oh no remember um professor x and magneto were talking in the prison magneto's like you know i can easily break out of here oh yeah yeah so what would you give it out of five stars yeah i'd say about three three point yeah okay cool. what about you and i'd probably i'd probably give it a four four yeah oh four a four yeah so i'd say all up we'll probably say three and a half um yeah and our question of the week is, what superpower would you have? If you are a mutant. And why? For you listeners out there, we kind of do want to get you in the podcast. Because so please do email us at the, Where the, at email the email is. in our description. Um, obviously, I have put all our, um, where you can email us and put your messages. Um, pretty self-explanatory. And you can go to the public site. And listen from there. Obviously, you can listen to our podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, oh, yeah. and a whole lot more. Um, I think we should wrap up. But before that, we'll go into our spinning wheel, otherwise known as pizza time. Yeah. Um, I'll spin it right now. Okay, uh, so, as you heard, well, we have got pizza time, um, and, well, guess what we got? Visual effects. Well, Let's just say this pizza is a little bit undercooked. Um, oh. Look, um, the cheese ain't great, the meat ain't great, um, but, you know. Of all of them, visual effects. It's still pretty good. Um, look, the visual effects in this film weren't, um, particularly great. Um, obviously, it's worse in X-Men Origins Wolverine. For some um, reason. But. Obviously, they did have that great scene with Senator Kelly. I thought that was actually quite good. Um, but that was about it. Um, there was a lot of digital doubles, a, a lot with um, Mystique. You could tell. Oh, yeah, that actually was good. Yeah, Mystique. Um, yeah. And also, her transformation was really good. I liked the feather almost look, the feather turning look. Oh, yeah. Well, which they do do in later movies, and it looks really good in other movies. Yeah. Um, like Days of Future Past, which we'll talk about later. Um, so next week... That's kind of the end of pizza time. So it's a quick segment. And next week, we're going to be talking about um, uh, Pixar film. Let's go. Um, so thank you for listening. Uh, do you want to say anything, John? No, I'm not, I'm not saying goodbye because it's cringe. <laughs> okay. See you later. Bye.